0: Hello and welcome to the Pacific Center podcast. My name is Dr. Greg Lane and I will be your host as we explore many interesting topics with many amazing people from a variety of professional backgrounds over the months and years ahead. The focus of this podcast will be the intersection of the traditional healthcare practices of various cultures and the modern scientific research on peak physical and cognitive performance. This show will be delivered in an interview format. Our guest today is Brett Rabin. Brett is a California licensed acupuncturist specializing in the treatment of musculoskeletal disorders and the mitigation of pain associated with acute and chronic injuries. He has been the acupuncturist for the San Diego Padres since the 2015 season and currently treats professional baseball players on the active rosters of MLB. He utilizes sports medicine acupuncture alongside Major League Baseball players athletic trainers, training staff, team doctors, sports physical therapists, and chiropractors in the ongoing evaluation, treatment, and rehabilitation of professional baseball players on the San Diego Padres' active roster. He is a graduate of the Pacific College of Oriental Medicine in San Diego, where he received a Master's of Science in Traditional Oriental Medicine. Brett is also certified in sports medicine acupuncture, a unique distinction in the field of acupuncture. From 2012 through 2017, Brett has treated patients at the Scripps Center for Integrative Medicine in La Jolla. He utilized comprehensive clinical treatment plans and protocol evaluations in concert with integrative medical doctors, nurses, nutritionists, biofeedback specialists, and medical assistants. The unique opportunity to combine the principles of Eastern medicine with the science of Western medicine at a highly regarded medical facility enabled Brett to practice a truly integrative approach to healthcare. care. Just a brief disclaimer here, while we may be discussing some medical issues and treatments today, we will in no way be providing medical advice. As always, for any health-related conditions or issues, you should seek appropriate medical care and advice from a healthcare practitioner. Welcome, Brett. Welcome. It's awesome to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Sure. So, <clears throat> since the focus of this podcast is is really about peak performance and achieving excellence in in all our areas of our lives, we're we're really interested in in your story as an acupuncturist, sure. and and um, you know especially because you're the 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 uh, acupuncturist to the local Padres. Um, so I remember how excited you were, knowing you for a few years now, uh, how excited you were when you when you broke into Major League Baseball, uh, just one brief disclaimer here: sure. I'm a native San Diegan, and except for a couple <laughs> stellar seasons back in the, what was back in the '80s and early '90s. '98, they had their big season. Yeah, '98. World Series, yeah. So I'm still hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so let's begin with your passion. Second,
1: second disclaimer: We're doing well so far this year. We're the the NL West is a tight division. We're we're in last right now, but it's like a four or five game between first and last. Okay. So it's probably the tightest division of any division of baseball, and we're playing really well. So. Okay, that's good news. So we'll see
0: so the, i i know they're looking forward to they're they're saying they're they're hopeful for a 50 50 season is that hopeful that's
1: probably just because i mean i've been there since my fourth season the last three have all been sub 500 so okay. that's probably would be a, a big goal i mean i'm sure they want to get farther than that, than that yeah.
0: i think 50 50 500 would be 500 would be, be would realistic be pretty good, yeah awesome so let's begin with your passion sure so how did you how did you become the padres acupuncturist? well uh i've
1: always been uh participant in uh, sports and athletics. Grew up playing a lot of baseball, basketball, tennis, other sports. And um, when I discovered acupuncture, I didn't even really realize that there was the orthopedic field of it. And so I kind of uh, jumped right in when I when I was here at PCOM. Uh-huh. And I loved it. And I uh, just always tried to position myself to work with people. We live in a city that unfortunately doesn't have a lot of professional sports teams, right. especially with the Chargers leaving and now it's just the Padres. But oh. it's a very outdoors Athletic community very right. fit community. So it's just getting myself involved with people who are into that mm-hmm. and through um, Yeah, just through a series of fortunate events. I worked with a, a, a big PT out here who works with a lot of professional athletes uh, Mainly baseball players Okay. and through working with him. It just kind of slowly progressed into Some just random baseball players and other teams up until the Padres and that's when it kind of
0: all started in 2015 Okay. Yeah, uh, you had to mention the Chargers leaving. I know sorry Na- Sorry. life to the heart. I know I know yeah I know how did you how did you become interested in sports in general? Were, were you an athlete? Yeah, grew
1: I grew up a uh, big sports fan growing up, uh, played a lot of basketball. I said basketball, baseball and tennis were probably the three main sports, but I dabbled in golf. Luckily enough, I think my brother and I have an older brother. We played football for about a week. Ooh. and then my mom made us quit. Thank God. Good for mom. Good for mom. <laughs> good for mom. Yeah. But those are the three major sports. Um, and so I'm from I grew up around New York City, so I grew up. I think the Yankees were probably the first team I ever really. Loved, and so that was kind of my, my first obsession with baseball was the Yankees. Not which, a bad team to look. not a bad team to like. I know it's yeah. not people like oh the evil empire, but you know <laughs> hey. When I was a kid in the in the eighties, they weren't that good. They had some good players, but they weren't they weren't winning championships. It was only in the obviously in the mid to late nineties when they started to really put it all together. And in, in my lifetime, at least. Okay. So
0: and so. Um, I know you're extremely passionate about baseball. Yeah. Is is it your number one sport in terms? Of um, your actually, passion it's
1: right uh, actually, it's it's probably not ba- basketball. is probably my favorite sport. It okay. always has been, but baseball's right there. I'd say baseball, and then probably tennis. Okay. So and football as well. Love football. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, but baseball's definitely hot there. And actually, I would say, and maybe my friends could attest to this or people who know me. That was probably at one point. That's probably where I peaked at, like getting the best. I was really good at tennis. Not as good as my brother, but baseball is where I had my biggest moments as a kid in sports. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's my okay. famous story that if my wife was here, she'd probably roll her eyes. But there was one year in little league where there were four home runs hit. Four home runs. Uh, one kid hit two. One kid hit one, and I hit the other one. Nice. And it was a kind of a kind of a funny story, but yeah, it was like it was a cool moment for me. So, okay.
0: yeah. And so, are you? I know obviously you obviously treat the the Padres. Yes. Are you, are you treating any other? Um, Athletes that, I mean, don't mention names, but yeah, of course, in so. any other fields. Well, like in 2015,
1: or... actually, when I first started, I did treat a couple of San Diego Chargers, which was really cool, and okay. I have treated a, a couple like college athletes, um, okay. some softball players, some professional runners, okay. um, people like the vo- volleyball, mm-hmm. but non-professional, just pretty much just the baseball players to,
0: mm-hmm. to date. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, I love treating athletes myself, too. It's, it's great, a, it's yeah. It's really rewarding. Yeah, in fact, it's really rewarding. I don't want to digress into what I'm no. doing right now, but one, one of my latest athletes was this guy, he's sixty. I think he's sixty-five. Ultra runner. He's running a hundred, hundred yard, a hundred mile race wow. this coming weekend through the mount, local mountains. Amazing. Yeah, incredible. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, w- getting back to um, w- treating athletes in general, what specific challenges do you have? Um, you know, fitting into the actual training team. I'm sure you know there's a lot of different perspectives. Definitely. When you're treating athletes, you've got the head athletic trainer. Yes. So maybe describe for us what what are the what's the dynamic uh, with respect Definitely. to the, the and treatment I, and, team? And
1: it's interesting because I can't speak for any other like major league organizations, but with uh, Padres, it's great. I mean, they had athletic trainer is a huge proponent of it as well. There's two assistant trainers, there's a full time PT and full time massage therapist, also a full time strength and conditioning coach, and so they're all familiar with acupuncture. So it's really interesting, especially in a sport like baseball where there's so much turnover and trades yeah. and. The team from 2015 to the team now, there's maybe one or two guys still that are on the team since then. So the turnover. So my point in that is like, yeah, there it's it's interesting. There are guys who have had acupuncture on other teams in other cities, Mm -hmm. and it might not be an acupuncturist, as you know, in California, like physical therapists and chiropractors cannot do acupuncture, but in other states. They might be able to. Dry needling. Dry needling, exactly. So Mm -hmm. some of the, even the athletic trainers might have done that in other states. And so guys who I know have played in like on the Toronto Blue Jays, Mm -hmm. Kansas City Royals, the San Francisco Giants, Dodgers, teams like that, they've kind of employed people to come. Even the Yankees, they've had people come in Mm -hmm. and do things like that. So Mm -hmm. most of them have some pretty good feedback. Some don't have the best feedback. So it's always fun. Or interesting when I get a guy who's willing to try it out, and I talked to him the first time, and I was like, oh, have you ever had acupuncture before? Uh And they said yes, and they, I would say 50-50, where some say it was pretty good, they liked it, and some say it was a terrible experience, and it wasn't something fun. So it's fun to get those guys, because it's like, oh, let me show you how hopefully it should be, and then it shouldn't be so bad, and hearing stories of... You know, leaving needles in there, or being sharp, or getting nervy, shooting electrical sensations. And I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa! It's not going to be like that today.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so you convert them. So
1: I try to convert them. Yeah, but uh, but it, it's interesting too. I always tell the story where I have my prior practice, and it's kind of like the same spectrum where you have the people that are absolutely huge fans of it and love it and do it mm-hmm. religiously, and the people that are super scared and very anxious, mm-hmm. and everyone else in between. And it's kind of the same way with a lot of the baseball players, where there's the guys who've had it done and love it. There's the guys who look at me like I'm like, um, you know, they look at me, they know I'm there that day and they're like, Uh oh, this guy's here. They kinda get nervous. But then there's the guys mostly in between who are kind of open to it and with the urging of the athletic trainers and the staff and be mm-hmm. like, sure and the thing we talked about treating athletes, which is nice, is their motivation is exceptional. Sure. It's like, you know, uh, and they're the most low maintenance people I've ever treated in my life where if they came in here right now and I said, "Hey, man, I could treat you on the floor," it's like I don't, I don't care as yeah. long as you get me better. I don't know right. wherever in the bathroom, like wherever you have to treat me, <laughs> get me better. You right. know, like they're not high maintenance of they need all this stuff, so that's great. Whatever can highly and incentivized, highly incentivized, and yeah. and their feedback is excellent because they're going to be honest and be like, "Oh, that was great. That was wasn't great. I'm sore. That was a good soreness." So mm-hmm. I really appreciate working with them in that respect. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And so um, when you're when you're working with these uh, teams of trainers mm-hmm. and therapists, it, it really sounds like it, that's pretty much of a true integrated model there. I mean, we talk about mm-hmm. how we're more of an integrative medicine type of uh, uh, system now in terms mm-hmm. of, we're getting there with healthcare, but it sounds like you have a real good interaction. Definitely, definitely. And,
1: uh, and the being there, this is my fourth season, so I've gained the trust of the, it's been the same three athletic trainers, the same physical therapists and massage therapists. So mm-hmm. getting the trust, their trust to say, when a guy is injured or has a stubborn injury or on the disabled list and they're mm-hmm. like hey you know uh brett's gonna be here today try some acupuncture and they're mm-hmm. like sure i'll give it a shot you know and they're more open to it with that respect especially since i'm not there every game i don't travel with the team i just do home games okay and so uh, a lot of times the guys who are employed by the team full-time they're mm-hmm. traveling with them all all, all the time so mm-hmm. they get a different relationship with them and they're kind of like a a, a kind of a tight-knit family so they might be like oh brett's gonna be here on tuesday you mm-hmm. should probably get acupuncture for the, your arm or your back or your shoulder and they're like sure and and they'll seek me out and that's usually what we'll do okay okay
0: are you are you treating the entire team or you treat just a few standouts it, it, i mean they're they're or...
1: definitely yeah especially it's interesting like i said like this being if people follow sports especially baseball mm-hmm. like especially in this day and age uh, I mean, I'm I'll be forty this month, well knock on wood, um a few weeks that <laughs> yeah, when you know when you grew up yeah, when you grew up like, you know, guys kinda stayed in the same team. Free agency wasn't so big and just right. the way that the sports world was and then not that anymore, kinda right? not anymore. And so especially with baseball, like the team that was there in twenty fifteen is completely turned over. In twenty sixteen they traded away most of the team and, mm-hmm. and kind of uh, started over in a lot of ways. And so it's interesting, you you build a relationship with a guy that you've been treating for a while and you trust and then he gets traded. And so Mm -hmm. you kind of lose that and then you get new guys that you have to kind of, oh, introduce yourself to. And hopefully they've had a good experience or they're like, oh, yeah, I love acupuncture. I'll I'll give it a shot, you know, Mm -hmm. or or hey, I don't need it right now. But if I'm injured or feeling a little sore, I'll give it a shot. So,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah, Um, it seems like the schedules just. Grueling. I mean, 162 games in a season. Yes. That's got to be a lot for, I mean, that's a lot for any athlete. Granted, they're not all playing that, right? They they cycle through. They like cycle a, through, yeah.
1: I mean, this was my first year I got to go to uh, spring training, which was great in Arizona, so mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. And that was even a big wake-up call, too, for the long days they had. you think, oh, spring training might be more relaxed. I think it was 30 games in 32 days. Wow. So that's even a lot of spring training games. And, mm-hmm. you know, they siphon a lot of different guys, some of the you know main guys or free agents or veterans might not play as much they might try the younger guys in the double a triple a Uh kind of system but yeah it's a long it's a long season it's uh it's obviously not like football where you're getting in basically like a car crash every minute yeah or basketball where these big six five six ten guys are banging but it's Mm -hmm. uh you know it's a grind because it's a long season Mm -hmm. and especially for guys like pitchers where you know it's a really uh tough thing to kind of keep up the maintenance of doing that consistently and then yeah but those are some of the best patients I personally have because the because they're so structured. The pitchers? Especially, yeah. Especially, okay. you know, whether it be the relieving yeah. pitchers or the starters. Especially starters because they say, I pitched today on Monday. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, starting Tuesday, I'm going to start my five-day prep for the next time so they kind of have their set schedules they know what they do they're kind of really creatures of habit mm-hmm. where some other players might have a little bit more leeway of of their schedules things like yeah, it that it seems like
0: pitchers and maybe even catchers that low posture the whole definitely that whole that whole game and yeah that but pitchers it seems like with that that the opportunity for physical degradation that that Those incredible forces that they're ripping through the Definitely. the cervical spine, the shoulder. And yeah, the if you think elbow, about it, pitching wrist. a baseball is a very, like, kind it's of an unnatural,
1: it's an unnatural motion, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, a lot of these guys have had what's kind of now known as, you know, Tommy John surgery. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like almost a rite of passage where guys might have one or even two. And they might have mm-hmm. had them when they're younger or they just get it done. And it's unfortunate because they might be out for the whole year. But, mm-hmm. you know, they some guys come back and they're better than ever. They've really perfected this kind of surgery. It's just some mm-hmm. people respond better than others and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and recover better.
0: Yeah, I was, I don't know where I read this study on, and maybe you've read studies about, um, the incidences of, uh, adolescent orthopedic surgeries, uh, for particularly for baseball and particularly for pitchers because yeah. they're, you know, these kids, these parents are trying to get prep these kids for whatever college or, or, you know, pre pro they've got these yeah. ideas for their kids. And so they, they train them year round. They don't give them the off time.
1: Right. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it and especially they've done a lot of studies now they've shown that even though let's say your kid is a prodigy in baseball mm-hmm. a best thing you can do is have him play multiple sports right cuz it's doing the multiple movements of different planes of motion and different movements that are going to help build your body as a whole as opposed mm-hmm. to just the constant wear and tear mm-hmm. and I think yeah I heard from one of the guys recently they went up to one of the orthopedic centers with one of the players to get evaluated mm-hmm. and he said the training the, the the waiting room was majority like teenage teenage kids that were getting it that were getting surgeries done
0: Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah.
1: Pretty pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, so one of the things I've noticed is that you mentioned you mentioned the cross training and how important that is. It seems to me, you know, that and I've been to a couple baseball games lately. I'm not yeah. a huge I'm not, here's another disclaimer. I'm not a huge baseball fan myself, but my cousin just happens to have amazing season tickets, so he gives okay. me tickets. I sit behind home plate. And I, oh wow! It's pretty That's awesome. Great, great park too. But it, one yeah. of the best in baseball. Yeah, Petco Park, San Diego. Yeah, it's such a great park. Definitely. It's a great time. But I noticed that the players seem to be in better condition lately. Is that? Am I imagining that? I would that? say my my only have the four years of
1: experience being with these guys, but I would say just from being in 2015 and some of the vets are on the team. Yeah. That was a big wake-up call for me in the sense of, of of the physical bodies. Like you know, It's like something you watch football on TV, and, and you realize these guys are big, but until mm-hmm. you're on the sidelines, you're like, wow, this is insane what these yeah. guys are doing. Basketball does no justice to like the smallest guy, is 6'3". Oh, and, yeah, you know, they're you, enormous. Exactly. Yeah. And so baseball, you're like, oh, these guys are big, and then you get there, and you're expecting some kind of like ripped, shredded muscles. A lot of guys don't have that. A lot of the older guys, mm-hmm. they are just were bigger-bodied, and they were able right. to have this skill to either... Throw or pitch or or hit a ball really you know really well, mm-hmm. but I would definitely agree that the younger guys, the guys that are more coming up, there's a good majority of them that are really fit, They're like trim. really They're fast. trim. I think there's, I mean, baseball is a sport that like guys used to smoke cigarettes in the dugout and drink beers and right. like smoke cigars and right. hang out. And oh, now the it's good, the good old days. The good old days, right? <laughs> and now it's really conditioning of like they work with the strength and conditioning coach. They have you know kind of personalized diets. Yeah. Um, they're doing like really high, you know, high intensity, but like new age stuff of technology they are mm-hmm. really getting evaluated very well and mm-hmm. getting like personalized plans. So
0: mm-hmm. totally different. Yeah. Can you, can you maybe elaborate on yeah. that what, with what you've seen? Like what, what sort of diets? And, I don't and...
1: worry. They have a dietitian that comes in and works with them, but okay. just, I've even had casual conversations with players about supplements and things that I was like, wow, this is kind of my kind of world that I love. And like, yeah. wow, well, you know about this this supplement and this is like oh yeah I take this all the time and mm-hmm. that's probably a conversation that 20 years ago I'd be like what are you talking about yeah. exactly so are they doing are they doing any Chinese herbs or, or I don't like I don't that? know some of them might uh, I kind of stay away from that because Either. baseball is prescribe. a very no the baseball is a very strict uh you know kind of a P E D performance enhancing drug pol- like policy like they're mm-hmm. there a lot testing the guys it's very random mm-hmm. and I'd probably have to do more research but I was always a little skeptical to say what if I'm giving this guy this Chinese natural herb but it has yeah. some ingredient or element there that might turn a positive and test so i'd never like, want to like be... ginseng exactly i never want to be involved with something like that and yeah. even topical sometimes i'm like oh you know i know they're pretty safe but i was like mm-hmm. let me just stick to the acupuncture the stem so you don't even like use that. like a post no or... no they some of the guys use like stuff like somber which i like and uh-huh. some of them use even like some higher grade stuff like atomic hot and uh-huh. some of the pitchers use the stuff that's like extremely high capsaicin uh-huh. especially i know the relievers use it usually because they put it on their arms before they go out for the game because okay. They're keeps staying in the it bullpen. Hot, keeps keeps it, it nice and warm. Keeps them going. But mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of just said I'm gonna stay away from that stuff and just stick to the straight
0: mm-hmm. needles and uh, and the and things like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and suggestions things like that. Okay. Yeah. What about uh, in terms of uh, so you don't really get into the diet so much.
1: Sometimes they, some guys I do, and then uh, but a lot, you could tell a lot of guys are taking care of themselves better now, and I think yep. they have their own. But we we, we kind of just casually talk about certain suggestions like Mm -hmm. oh you ever tried this or you know this might be a good food or supplement. like Mm -hmm. oh that's a that's a great idea Mm -hmm. so things things of that nature it's really cool because we work in a medicine where obviously heat and warmth is very promoted right and so a lot of times in baseball they use uh they're not they're not as big as they once were i think with ice as a lot of sports are learning that you know the the ice is great for certain benefits but it can be very limiting Mm and what it can do and of contra, kind of contra, counterproductive in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. um, they do a lot of contrasting. They do a lot of like cold to hot and like the cold and mm-hmm. hot tubs. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to always just, after an acupuncture treatment, they're like, oh, can I go in the cold tub? It's like, you could, but you should probably go in the hot tub and more yeah. heat and we just relaxed everything. You might feel a little sore, achy, like it's good to just promote some relaxation and warmth and movement instead of going into like, they even have the cryotherapy there, mm-hmm. things like that. It's like, yeah, you might want to hold off on that and yeah, you know, so. It's pretty pretty interesting having that conversation with them as well. Mm-hmm. Are you so when you treat them you're
0: actually uh, you're at, you're down at Petco?
1: I'm I'm at Petco. I'm mm-hmm. in the clubhouse and I'm in the training room. So they have the clubhouse with like the main where the main players sit, the cafeteria, the walk to the dugout. They have a, the workout facility mm-hmm. room with the trainer, the sports uh, and conditioning coach is and then they have the training room where it's me the three uh, main uh, athletic trainers massage therapist and the physical therapist. And they also have a chiropractor comes in as well. So it's mm-hmm. a pretty good eclectic integrative kind of unit there. Mm-hmm. And then they have the team doctors as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um, have you noticed like a, a sweet spot in terms of, um, it, how you're, you're treating uh, the, the team? Like what, what, what is that? Definitely. Called? So what? that was, that was the thing when I kind of got, uh, just
1: when I got into this in 2015, there was no like template for me. And I kind yeah. of was winging it in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And so, I knew that a lot of my orthopedic and uh, heavier acupuncture can make you pretty sore and mm-hmm. it can make you pretty pretty heavy. And I'm like, wow, these guys, I'm there a few hours for the game. It's like, oh, I don't want to make this guy too tired or heavy. And right. and my always joke was to go over five with five you know, strikeouts in an hour and say it was that guy with the needles. And so <laughs> I had to yeah. kind of figure out strategies of like, okay, maybe I do this differently. And actually, working with a couple of like the big dogs in the team and the stars made me kind of change how I treat my private patients now Mm -hmm. because I found ways to kind of segment and I do phases where I don't kind of overload too much. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of keep it on a smaller needle basis, less amount of time. And I noticed Mm -hmm. that by doing that, it still had the effect of helping them without making them too sore, tired, or Mm -hmm. heavy. And I'm sure as you know, a lot of people know, everyone just responds differently. Sure. There are some guys that you can go super heavy, ton of needles with stim and they're like, no problem. Go play the game. Exactly. Some guys you put a couple in and they're like, whoa, that's super strong. You're like, I didn't even do anything yet. So it's kind of, yeah, everyone you have to just like, just like regular patients, you have to just find that sweet spot of saying, let me work on this guy, see how he reacts. And then I know for the future to see how much is too much or too little or Mm -hmm. what might help them. You ever had any big guys faint? Um, No, but I have had a couple guys who like, they need to be on the floor. Yeah. They're just uh and we're used to it in our world where it's yeah. like, you know, uh, like, Oh, I don't mind someone massaging you or, or, or putting like a cup on. But like once you add a needle, it's that idea of mm-hmm. our, our medicines called acupuncture. It has the You're puncture right. in the name, the needles that, so some of her just have had bad experiences with needles in the past, whether it be injections or they maybe have had surgeries They just don't like needles in general. Yeah. So those are actually the most fun guys to kind of get on the table to kind of, to kind of change their minds about that. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I don't know if you've had this experience, but I've had it in the in the private world too. Some people with like a lot of tattoos sometimes yeah. are really some of the worst patients. Like <laughs> Isn't just that really sensitive, Isn't and it's that just true? it's really interesting. I'm like, do you know how yeah. much more your foot tattoo hurt than what I'm going to do to the shoulder? But yeah. there's just the mental kind yeah. of thing they have already. But. Uh, it's yeah. funny, yeah? yeah. I always
0: tell students, yeah, it's always the it's always the big strong young excess guy. It's like yep. get that first needle in and that you better make sure you're ready to catch them because they It's true. That.
1: It's it's made me realize that and I have no prejudgment now, even in my prior practice, where like I'll have a thirty year old athlete yeah. and I'll and I won't assume that he'll be good, yeah, and he might not be great and I'll get some seventy five year old older frail woman yeah. and I can go super heavy on her. So yeah. it's really interesting how different everybody is and how they react.
0: Mhm. How much of what you do would you say is actual coaching the players in, in other areas of their lifestyle? You know, I know they have a they have a full team, but yeah. I think you mentioned a little bit they'll share a little bit about what they're taking or what they're eating or their exercise mm-hmm. regimen. Are there other parts of what you're doing aside from just needling that, that might, you know, you might be considered to be coaching them on
1: yeah i mean definitely i mean it, it it's it's depends there are certain guys that you know are kind of quiet and they don't really want to talk during the treatment or don't you know don't have much of a conversation there's also those guys that are great that really want to talk about you know a lot of the time baseballs you can imagine there's a lot of downtime so you might be discussing you know tv or movies or things like that but mm-hmm. when you are talking about the sports specific stuff like yeah the guys are really cool about talking about um lifestyle habits and things and how even just introducing them to how acupuncture can help them you know there's Mm -hmm. i have that talk all the time with the guys that are super kind of anxious about getting it done or worried Mm -hmm. and it's like well even if you want to just have a relaxing treatment just to kind of like a one of those you know very Mm -hmm. light treatments just to see what it feels like Mm -hmm. because like what would that be beneficial for it might just help you know you relax might maybe they're having a bad stretch of the plate or maybe they're having bad night's sleep or just other things in life that happen with family and, and life and travel mm-hmm. and say, you know what? Yeah, you know, I've had a bad night's sleep or I've had like, that's a thing I'm there for mostly for, for the orthopedic side, mm-hmm. but there's enough times I've treated guys for sinus problems and mm-hmm. headaches, digestive problems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's this one guy, I, I learned this technique and, uh, online and I would say I'm two for two or someone's constipated. Uh-huh. And you do uh, kind of like a distal needling with a little sure. light stem, yeah. and it works pretty well. And there was a guy who uh, was last season, he's never had acupuncture before, a Latin player, mm-hmm. really, really sweet guy. And um, he had surgery and was on taking pain painkillers oh. and got constipated, constipated as a result. Yeah. And so I talked to the athletic trainer, and he, was, he remembers that conversation, so I talked to the guy, and he was open for it. And so... We did it, and uh, literally we did the treatment. He did great. About a half hour goes by. He went home. He texted us the poop emojis. <laughs> he texted us three poop emojis. I don't know if that was three times, but I was like, all right. <laughs> so that was kind of cool to kind of show guys, look, it's not just for your shoulder maintenance and elbow and back. Right. You know, it could be head to toe, internal, external, whatever you have. And mm-hmm. so that's been really cool to kind of, oh, I didn't know you could do this for headaches. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't know you could do this for my
0: stomach ache or things so like that. you seen a lot that. of the side benefits that, exactly. that also help. And I know, I know you meditate too. So yeah. So... You know, oftentimes, you know, patients will describe just going into that zone or that exactly. meditative zone that we're not even consciously trying to do. I mean, you might be treating a, a shoulder lesion or low back pain or knee injury, right? Yeah, the definitely. Secondary. Definitely. And that's the thing too.
1: I mean, it is more of a, like a relaxed nature being in the clubhouse, the music's on, the lights are on, it's not some spa room with some nice flute, you know, music playing right. incense and it's a different environment. And right. So. There's a lot of times the guys want to have headphones in and maybe be on their phone or mm-hmm. uh, playing online. I know I don't know if people know Fortnite, obviously, it's a huge oh, yeah. game right now. The, it's okay. a big thing. In, my
0: 8-year-old son knows Fortnite. There you go. It's a big yeah.
1: thing in professional sports, especially a lot of the baseball players play. it. So, you know, if, it's like if they can be comfortable and their leg is up, you're treating their knee, and they're like, can I be on my thing? It's like, sure, whatever's going to get them to have killing people in my exactly, phone? Exactly, exactly, exactly. But it is also funny being in the clubhouse environment, too, because it's not for the, for the kind of the shy and the sense of, there are some guys who are anxious about it. You're getting a treatment and the lights on the music and some guys come over and there's that famous line in old school with like, Oh, you got a dart in your neck with yeah, the right. whole Will Farrell scene. Yeah. And so that's the common refrain. That's like, dude, it doesn't even have to be in their neck. Like you got a dart in your neck and yeah. guys might want to touch the needle or mess with them. He's like, don't touch me. And so, it's kind of more of like that playful environment as opposed to the, just that really sedentary kind of quiet zone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But there are some guys that do prefer that, and we will go to a private room or things like that. Okay, so, so you can not create be, that. Yeah, space, we can. Right? We can create that. We can close one of the side doors and take the chair, the yeah. the chair or the table in there and do that. Because imagine
0: the stress level is pretty high, right? The stakes are pretty high for the some sticks, of these guys. Yeah. I mean, these are not these are not you know minimum wage. No. employees. These guys are making tens of millions of but, dollars. But
1: it's a really relaxed atmosphere, and I don't know, It maybe it's a combination of San Diego mm-hmm. and uh, just baseball in general being that mm-hmm. the grind, I think that's a big part of it, is the grind. I, I learned that early on, you know, football, it's that one game on Sunday, and it's just that game is so huge in basketball. Yeah. Whereas baseball, there's so many games, and so right. like win or lose, it's like we gotta have another game tomorrow. Right. And so that's an interesting thing too with maintenance and treating these guys a lot different than maybe some other sports is mm-hmm. like these guys are just they're they're being used like let's say a relief pitcher mm-hmm. might have pitched three straight games in a row. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, Man, I need treatment. And yeah. then maybe there's a stretch where he doesn't pitch, he's like, No, I'm good, you know, I don't really feel that sore. Mm-hmm. So there's just that kind of balance to find
0: with a lot of guys who mm-hmm. so can you um tell us about a time where you where you really saw some pretty amazing re- recovery of anybody is there is there somebody special that comes up for you i, the, I mean you there's
1: yeah that. no there, there's a couple there's definitely okay. uh there's definitely some guys who uh there was actually even one guy in spring training who's now uh, on the team he's doing really well mm-hmm. and he was uh uh super scared about getting acupuncture he was scared he was really nervous okay. and we was in the training room in, in peoria and he he got a treatment and he was kind of freaking out a little bit and then literally the next day one of the nicest guys you can meet like gentle giant was uh-huh. like like come up to me he's like you know what he's like that that really helped me uh-huh. like he was very genuine he's like that and every time I see him he's just he comes up to me he's like that like even though he hasn't had treatment since uh-huh. he comes out of his way to say that nice so I, I've seen some cool ones like that and I'll be honest there's definitely some times where you treat like a position player mm-hmm. and uh, and like they get a big hit or they had a home run and even if I always joke if I had 1% to do with that if it was yeah. psychosomatic yeah. or just it's just the idea of like, oh, I was able to get acupuncture that day, right. and I performed okay, so maybe there's a correlation, or at least I know it's safe that I it didn't hinder me in any in any way. So, but um, yeah, there's been some pretty remarkable ones where guys run the disabled list and uh, kind of like, sure, I'll do whatever it takes, and they do it, and they're like, wow, they're able to come back quicker, or they're right. able to just respond. But, like I didn't even know that you could treat that, and, mm-hmm. that, and that feels so much better. So. Nice. It's been some good ones.
0: What are some of the main uh, main injuries or sure? I mean, I know you're doing a lot of maintenance stuff. Yeah, too, it's but. it's different.
1: Like obviously, you'd think with pitchers, it's what you think it's going to be: neck and shoulder right. and elbow things right. of that nature. It might be a hip or knee or low. Um, and then position players, it could be the whole gamut. It could be their low back. It mm-hmm. could be their hamstring. Okay. Their quadricep. It could be a wrist thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even some guys get you know hit by pitches sometimes, or things happen. They get contusions, and obviously, you don't necessarily want to go. Directly, but you can mm-hmm. do like the surround the dragon, or kind of do some lymph you drainage, wash, stuff. wash things like that. Yeah. And that's the thing too. uh It's interesting being in professional sports because a lot of the things that all these trainers and PTs and uh people are using is stuff from our from our heritage of using cupping scrapings. and scraping. Obviously, yeah. they call it Graston, which is Graston. the original tools, but there's right. also the Hawk grips as well, which is the one that I like it's as really well. It's really Gua Sha. It's really Gua Sha. Yeah. And uh, I do like the idea of the metal though because the conductivity mm-hmm. kind of like acupuncture needles of me to the metal to the mm-hmm. patient. So mm-hmm. it is kind of similar conductivity of electricity. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do a lot of cupping and they was actually working with the baseball players it was the first time I saw cupping with movement done. Not movement on moving the cups. They're moving they're with moving the cups. while the cup is attached. Yeah. And they're using uh, pneumatic cups. They're so. using the pneumatic cups. Yes. Yeah. And so I used to not be a big fan of those. I was like yeah. oh, old school how to be the mm-hmm. fire cupping. And then mm-hmm. I've actually transition a little bit more into that because of the ease and the ability I find to adjust the suction pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are sensitive, some people are not. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty amazing and a lot of I would say if you take the the team on any given day and had them in their let's just say their underwear mm-hmm. and had them with their shirts and, and pants off, you would see 90%. tons of cups on these guys. <laughs> so that's something that if people out there are saying like, Oh, I don't know if cupping helps, like the athletes
0: you see it the in base, You see in basketball, yeah. football. Like they, they wouldn't do this if it didn't help them. Well you remember at the Olympics, I think, is when it Michael really Phelps, came. The, Phelps had the yeah. big cup marks yep. and then all of a sudden everyone was getting because, cupped and I know, I was on all the I magazine know. covers yes, and exactly. The news. Exactly. Like, what are these what are these dark marks on? But Michael it's
1: cool books? to see what the movement. That's what I never I don't I don't usually have too many prior patients, it depends what they're in for, but it's cool to see what the athletes and a lot of pitchers will do it. They'll do it around the rotator cuff and stabilizing muscles and do some movements of so you know, internal, external rotation and ABA deduction and things Mm -hmm. like that. And Mm -hmm. just for a few minutes and it really does help loosen it up and
0: they really enjoy it after that. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. Anything that's been particularly difficult with, with treating the athletes or, Um, I mean, it sounds like, you yeah, got, there's just there's spot. there's
1: always just and it's like a it, there's always that thing of you know the guys who are a little bit um, not skeptical but anxious about it and okay. they know I'm gonna be there. Let's say it's a Tuesday mm-hmm. and we talk about it and they're like what you know like oh maybe after batting practice and then you know I'm not like searching these guys out. I'm right. just kind of around the facility and maybe it gets too close to game time. It's like oh I forgot when you hear again. It's like. It's like, okay, you know, I understand. So yeah. that sometimes is challenging, but then but it depends. There's definitely those um, enough guys that are super motivated that be like, hey, I'm coming after batting practice or yeah. I'll see you after this or I'm going to go take a shower I'm going to go work out or I'm going to do some kind of drill and I'll come back after that. So uh-huh. it seems like a lot of guys obviously know that this stuff can make you kind of a little achy sore and so they mm-hmm. like to get things done before they do that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um but that's, that's the kind of thing that's really cool to, to really – so we talk, went back to the educational part of it. Yeah. How complimentary what, uh, what I do is yeah. with everything else. Sure. And so like they can get evaluated pretty strongly, pretty effectively by the athletic trainers and PT, mm-hmm. find some issue, come over to me, get treated, go back, and then there's going to have a way right, – way more range of motion Mm -hmm. way less pain the Mm -hmm. tissue the tone is totally different right so that's what's really cool to see that instant feedback not only Mm -hmm. with their movements and kind of testing Mm -hmm. but then when they're physically touching them like this feels a lot different
0: right and those trainers and and um other therapists are evaluating it i'm sure they're you're doing measurements exactly they're doing yeah and then we have some great
1: amazing technology in the in the clubhouse I mean, obviously, a lot of times they're doing the scraping and the cupping and acupuncture mm-hmm. massage, chiropractic, but there's some laser therapy. Okay. They use all these type of kind of other uh, technological things that are really, really high end that are mm-hmm. really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of laser are they using? Uh I forget the exact name. Is I should, it a cold laser? Uh, or it's, I think laser? it's a hot laser. It's hot one laser. where the guys have to put on the glasses and oh, it's, it's, pretty, hot, it's pretty hot. Okay. And uh, I think there's even uh, somebody who, let's just say a staff member who yeah. had like a, like a foot fungus type of thing no. and they were getting treated for it and it was helping them with that. So it's pretty oh, yeah. impressive how that stuff works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they, they, they use a lot of
0: different, those modalities as well. So mm. it's, it nice. great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. When you're, um, when you're treating or you using, well, I know you're using a lot of motor points and using pretty much everything It's whatever you feel like yeah kind a of a combination motor
1: points uh distal therapy mm-hmm. um it it depends on the guy and depends on what we're treating uh doing a lot of stuff on the fascial planes and on the mm-hmm. tmm channels things like that mm-hmm. uh bleeding yeah.
0: bleeding gene well points uh
1: not so much yeah. not so much there um i i have like a guy was hit by a pitch on his finger and i really mm-hmm. wanted to go this was in the spring training i really wanted to go directly it was really just like all this blood in his finger and I wanted to go into it. They, the training staff, kind of wanted to hold off until mm-hmm. it was. We were doing around it, and uh, it was getting better. And eventually, I was like, I think it's gonna be beneficial to kind of go into this. And we went to it, and it definitely improved. And he was like, Wow, that was amazing! Like how much better immediately? How much better that felt. But yeah, no, like bleeding cups or bleeding anything like that. Uh-huh. Um, and I will do sometimes. I know it gets that term. I always people say dry needling, and mm-hmm. it's a it's an interesting conversation, right? Because in California, we don't have to worry about it as much mm-hmm. as other states. Well, we call it
0: a, a sure point. Or yeah, high, high yeah. High but like dry needling,
1: technically, is just people who are like chiropractor PTs that can do acupuncture, but they yeah. can't say that. Whereas the actual act of the the multiple fasciculation, kind of like pistoling, pistoning, whatever you want to call it, is mm-hmm. like it's just a technique. Sure. And so it's something that I was not really taught too much, but I, a couple of guys wanted it and I was like, mm-hmm. let me try it. And mm-hmm. I saw its benefit. It is a little intense. It's not mm-hmm. for everybody, mm-hmm. but, and I have used it on some private patients who are kind of more willing to kind of do it. Like even some people will, I'll say they'll have bilateral shoulder pain. I'm like, let's do the static kind of motor point, maybe some stim or no stem, mm-hmm. and let's do the kind of the pistoling." Mm-hmm. and it's way more sore inducing. It's not fun. It's mm-hmm. maybe some cuss words thrown out there and some yeah. sweating, but then they definitely noticed a big difference, right? Like the, that night or the next day yeah. there's much more of that wow I was not a fan of you that night but the next morning holy cow my mm-hmm. shoulder is so much better with the left side it felt not as sore but it took a little bit longer but it still felt good but not to the extent of the right so
0: so you go like motion palpation down a fascial train exactly exactly then, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and it's like always yes. kind of picking and choosing like a lot of guys might come in and they'll have their cleats and socks on mm-hmm. and You know, it's hard to kind of say like, oh, I want to do this distal stuff too. It's like, all right, we'll just work locally in the back and, you know, maybe not put stuff in the UB channel on the calf or around the ankle, which I want to do. It's Mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm just going to, I have to kind of pick my battles. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. it depends on the guy and and what he's getting treated. But Mm -hmm. most of them are pretty open to do I put on shorts and just, you know, uh, yeah, be more more accessible, so.
0: So, Brett, anything, we've talked a lot about how you approach the, the athletes, how they respond to treatment, you know, and you... Particular things that you've found to be effective. Anything else that, that you want to share with our audience about treating professional athletes and, and how you help them mm-hmm. really perform yeah. to their peak? That's coming up for you. I think
1: the biggest thing, and, and I think it comes with any practitioner, any person in general. Like you, you see this person on TV or you hear this person, and you can get a little shell shocked. And it uh-huh. might even be better for some people not to even know of them. But if you do know and you follow it's just they're just people right and, and they're, they're just you know obviously they're playing a sport for a living and they make a lot of money and mm-hmm. there's that whole air of that but as long as you could just communicate with them so I think that's a big part of it if you just have to kind of strip away any ego and strip away your own ability just to just be in the moment and mm-hmm. just have a conversation with someone and say mm-hmm. hey you know treat them as a person and not try to look up to them like some kind of you know, godlike idol because there's 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 that tension that'll build. But if you can talk to them on the level and discuss with them how this can help them, and mm-hmm. we could try different things. And you know, is this gonna hurt or help? Like, let's just try this and see if if you don't like this, we'll try something else. Or mm-hmm. because everybody's different. So I think the biggest thing is communication. It's just really trying to because i definitely that first season. I was a little bit more of. A yeah, Starstruck. I didn't know where to stand, and I didn't yeah. know where to go, and like, oh, like, can I approach this guy or not? And yeah. the PT I worked with was really good about coaching me about, hey, maybe you want to do this, or hey, just so you know this, because he was treating athletes for most of his career. Like, stop so, staring. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you know, like don't like we're treating this guy, and like you're kind of hovering because I'm watching what they're doing. Right. It's like oh, maybe don't do that, and you know, it's like oh, okay, I you know, I don't know, you know, yeah, so yeah. so it's just kind of learning that, and then everybody's different. Like some guys are more talkative and they want to talk about you know the game on TV or golf uh-huh. or some kind of like sporting event or some tv show and some guys are just kind of they want to know exactly what you're doing and they want to be focused on like how many needles you're going to do and where Mm -hmm, you're going to put them and mm -hmm. and so it's just kind of being like i like to say a chameleon yeah i kind of pride myself on like if someone's really you know like really kind of anxious and stressful trying to put myself in their shoes and allaying their fears Mm -hmm. or someone's really joking and has you know wants to be sarcastic and you know i'm I'm from new york and so that's fine i love that as well so it's just it's just finding the balance of the person and shooting them on the level like that and kind of just educating them about wh- how this could help them. Because okay. a lot of people, they don't know. I mean, there's a big population of the team, especially now that's uh, f- like from Latin America. Mm-hmm. And so there's that kind of language and the, the and the culture disconnect. And so we have enough people that speak fluent Spanish. Mm-hmm. Something that I, my brother speaks fluent Spanish. I wish I could kind of matrix his brain into mine. Right. I should learn. But um, enough to, we have enough people to communicate with them what to expect and how this can help. And then it's interesting to get those guys who don't speak the best English. and. And they tell you that was great. And the next time you come in, they're like waiting for you, and you're oh, like, nice. oh, that's pretty cool. So, uh-huh. so that's that's been nice as well. So, I would yeah. say the biggest thing to anyone who wants to get involved with sports or athletes is just, just kind of like ship away your ego and just treat them like a like a regular person and learn mm-hmm. to communicate. And just you know, certain people you have to be more educational. Certain people, you have to, you know, they, they don't, they don't want to know. They don't, they don't care about what you're doing. Just do it. Just fix them. Just fix exactly. Yeah. Just this hurts. Fix me. And, how and long there's is a it good take. There's a good. How I got 20 minutes. Yeah. How long is it gonna take? Yeah. Or like, can you be done in 15 minutes? Like, sure. Yeah. And like, I, do you want to know what I'm gonna do? No. As long as it feels better, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it's just that whole gamut that you. Yeah, I mean, injury, that injury.
0: That's a good point. Injury and illness is the great equalizer. So I, I, I learned that early on. Yes. I have like treated. Stars from you know, yeah, from whatever athletes and movies, and so if I've, I've noticed that too, it's, definitely once you get past that, that's a that's good.
1: It's, it's a tough thing to get past, though, right? It because is, sure. we live in that culture, and you see yeah. people on social media, and you're like, Oh, oh yeah. my god, you talk to him, do you treat that guy. Like, a, a I can play only play imagine, there. I mean, me being a, a huge basketball fan, unfortunately. A, a lifelong nick fan which has been tough uh, but uh but I did grow up loving Jordan and the Bulls and so like it. if Michael Jordan came up yeah. for treatment like I I that would be a tough one for me. I yeah. would be sweating and I would be definitely nervous something like that. Yeah. But um in general uh yeah just kind of just being calm and collected and knowing like knowing being trusting in your skills and saying I think I can
0: help this person and so yeah. We don't yeah. have big enough tables to actually treat basketball players oh, yeah. comfortably. Oh yeah.
1: some of these guys I mean there's guys in the Padres. I've treated guys who are like 6'10 and oh, 6'8 man. and like you think 6'5 is tall. You see someone 6'10, you're like, wow, you are really tall. Yeah. And so, yeah. and th- that's another interesting thing, a side note too, of, of baseball compared to maybe other sports where you see uh, certain body types, like mm-hmm. in baseball, it's very over the, over, map, right? over the map. Yeah, I mean, there are guys that I hate to say it, that have like a, maybe what you call a dad bod, mm-hmm. that if they were sitting next to you at the bar and you're like, what do you do for a living? I'm a professional baseball player. You'd be like, no, ser- no, seriously, what really? do you do? Like, you yeah. wouldn't believe it. Yeah. And then there's guys that are just like skinny and lanky and yeah. tall and... That same guy throws ninety five and the guy with the dad bob throws ninety five. It's just some genetic ability yep. and something they developed, it's pretty and pretty amazing. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: who's been you know, I've talked a lot about how you yeah. sort of work with athletes and yeah. coach athletes. Who's who's been a coach for you in in your life or what I mean, maybe if you don't want to mention names, but have you had yeah. I'm sure that you've brought, you know, definitely influences from people. Definitely, and, and well, uh, you so. mean like in the acupuncture
1: world, is or any just, anything, you know? Yeah, what, I mean, What motivates you? What what is definitely? I would think you? in the acupuncture world, people like I'm sure everyone knows of Matt Callison as yeah. a big, big uh, mentor of mine, mm-hmm. and some of his disciples, people like uh, Josh Iha and Vasa Meek, okay. um, were people that I learned a lot from. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I would say, when I since <laughs> I've been out of school, not only doing seminars with people like that, but just I would definitely say the physical therapist I worked with and mm-hmm. uh, the one who got me into baseball in the first place, he was a great mentor of navigating True. that world of exactly like I'm saying my first few months of like, like he was really good at like, we'd be in the moment doing that and then guys might go away, he's like, hey, just suggestion, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I was like, and I really, you know, I've got super thick skin again in New York or so. I was like, oh, I appreciate that. And someone might be like, get defensive. I was like, no, please, like, yeah. uh, good to know. Like, uh, it's, yeah. I, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll put that, section that away for the mm-hmm. future. So so that's been that's been cool. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: That's great. Yeah. Well, Brett, it's been uh, really just an yeah. a, a absolute pleasure interviewing you. I mean, Thank we are we're, we're friends yeah. and your wife and I are friends and yeah. it's just been great to have you in here Definitely, and, and have you share your experience and your passion for yeah. for acupuncture and and treating yeah. professional athletes. And I'm sure this will motivate and and um, inspire a lot of a lot of uh, I I hope so I hope
1: so and my that'd be my biggest advice is just be ready and and know what you want to do and and I think to put yourself out there to say oh I want to work with athletes well then maybe you I uh, work at a clinic where they do treat athletes and yeah. maybe you, maybe if it's not even paid, you just assist or extern or intern and like, you got to do what you got to do. Like that's going to be better, more beneficial for you than trying to, I think set yourself up as this expert in something. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to learn a little more or just be around, Ooh, be around those people, be mm-hmm. around, you know, be in that world, be in that kind of globe or that aura of the people that might lend, you know, get you on that route. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the best way to go about it. Probably.
0: Yeah, earlier when we were talking before we were on the air, you yeah. were talking about, you know, uh, what did you say? Luck favors the prepared or something like prepared that? Prepared mind, yeah, prepared exactly. Mind. And, and that's, that's kind of how you, That's kind of what happened uh, with how me. I mean, I,
1: I've always wanted to work with, with professional sports. And obviously, again, we're talking San Diego where there's not too many professional sports organizations. And mm-hmm. funny enough, a quick side note was my, my first semester, I remember this, going out to lunch with my friends and uh and we're talking about like where we view ourselves in the future like we don't know we're in our first semester of pecan we can't even see the yeah the forest and the trees we're so early on yeah. and so bushy-tailed and bright-eyed right. and i remember saying like you know what like i love the yankees like how cool would it be like the new york yankees acupuncture just pick baseball out of all right. the sports and not you knowing i remember thinking that i remember yeah i remember thinking cool like oh it? like how cool it'd be like maybe the yankees have an acupuncture store. how cool it be like you know professional sports but just that's the first team that came to mind and then huh to have flash forward years later to be like, wow, I'm going to work with the San Diego Padres in baseball. It's just kind of funny how the baseball mm-hmm. thing
0: popped up again. so You know, it's, it's funny you say that because, you know, obviously as my in my role, one of my roles here at the college, yeah. I, I'm a, a clinic supervisor, and I always ask the first day, yeah. what, you know, a few questions, what got you into acupuncture? And then, and then what do you feel, or what do you want to do when you're done? Or what do you think you're going to do mm-hmm. when you're done? And I always, I always want students to begin, with the end in mind. So it's funny that you mentioned Yeah, that. I think it's a big thing. I think
1: that's, I've had, I've talked to some students, some people, recent grads who've, who've, who've contacted, reached out to me. I said, that's, that's my, that would be my biggest suggestion. And something I probably didn't do enough, even when I was in school was really mm-hmm. put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And I know you might be busy with tests and quizzes and papers and life, but like, you really need to like, say, I want to like, oh, this person that works with these type of population I work with, how can I assist them and, and mm-hmm. be of And like, it's not about the money, it's about your time and about giving yourself into that because what's going to happen is through osmosis and through time, you might get that chance and then if you're prepared, it should, it should happen for you, especially if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. But yeah, having that clear goal of not, of saying like, you know what, I really want to work in pediatrics or I really want to work in OBGYN or women's health or Mm -hmm. orthopedics, like putting yourself in that world instead of just, you know, kind of lingering, like say, no, I'm going to go work in this facility or you want to work in sports, maybe you work at a CrossFit gym or you work with, uh... North. P- All right. Super. Works with some kind of ath- athletes or people who are athletic. So mm-hmm. good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, my yeah. friend. Yeah. Really wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful talk. Great talk. So yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks in. for having me. All right.